Welcome and great to have you join us as we go off script with Sam Monk, Senior Leader of Equippers Church. Enjoy today's podcast. Hey, welcome to episode five of the podcast, Off Script with Sam Monk. We're talking about what's worked, what hasn't, and leadership lessons. And Sam, great to have you here with Off Script with Sam Monk. <laughs> it's good to be here again. <laughs> We're having fun doing this. We are. Number five already, episode five already. Wow. Lots of things to talk about, lots of things to go through. Uh, but today we want to talk about uh, maybe something different. We want to talk about, I'm going to ask you a question. Yeah. And the answer is going to be the answer to the podcast today. What's the goal of a Christian? If there was one thing you could talk about, what's the goal of every Christian? What would it be? Oh, that's a big question. But I think the goal of every Christian is to become more like Jesus. Yeah, more like Jesus. Yeah, that's got to be our goal. And Physically? Um, <laughs> I think that's hard for some people. <laughs> that's right. I can't grow a beard, actually, so yeah. it's going to be awkward for me. But Yeah, but no, just um, becoming more and more like him every day yeah. and being transformed into his image and yeah. his likeness. Yeah. So when we talk about becoming more like Jesus, we're talking about maturity, right? We're talking yeah. about that sort of, that pr- almost that sanctification work, the process of becoming more like him. So we're saved, we're justified by our faith, but also the process of becoming more like him. So how does that kind of, where do we start talking about becoming more like Jesus? That's a huge topic. Yeah, well, Paul said in First Corinthians 13, when I was a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. Uh, but once I became a man, I put aside those childish things. And the danger as we grow in our faith is we don't put aside childish things. And so we grow in age, but we don't grow in emotional maturity. We don't grow uh, in our understanding. And I think the challenge is for us as believers to always be progressing. In fact, when you stop progressing, that's when Christianity gets boring. <laughs> it's like when you hit ceilings um, and you don't keep moving forward. Uh, that's where a lot of people can become actually removed or a little bit distant um, f- from God because it's the growth that is the energizing part, but it draws you into a deeper relationship with Him through just pursuing, through that pursuit. Because it's a big challenge, eh? Because a lot of people, getting bored's a big thing, eh? Like, it's yep. a lot of bored people out there that I sometimes see people on um social media and hopefully you're not one of them if you're listening but it's people that say things like man just so bored yeah well i like the statement yeah boredom's the enemy of greatness and um you know we get in trouble when we get bored uh we're born for an adventure we're born for mission and one of the ways that i think you can measure where you're at in your maturity is how engaged you are in mission and so maturity is not something that you arrive at and then you know how many know it only takes um one moment of immaturity right. for you to lose your maturity. maturity so yeah. it's maturity is as maturity does. That's mm. so a bit of an evolving process, isn't it? So with maturity, how um, something that you often mention, and again, you, you throw out these phrases a lot, and I, over the many years that we've known each other, pick them up, um, but you talk about really maturity is not so much about age and stage like I can say Mm -hmm. I'm 45 years old I've known you for about 25 years 30 years since high school but that doesn't mean that we I'm mature because I'm 45 I might have a few gray hairs now yeah that's not a maturity thing that's an age and stage thing but we don't really refer to maturity as age and stage do we yeah well it comes back to growth responsibility I think um, we live in a society where people can be advanced in years but still have the emotional maturity of a teenager And uh, so it's how we grow and develop it. In fact, I like what Henry Cloud talks about 
Um, you know you're an adult when you have removed the one-up, one-down relationship. Mm. And a lot of people still are living under somebody else or under somebody else's thoughts. They're trying to please somebody. Um, but adulthood is when you can relate to other people on a peer, uh, on a peer level. Uh, yes, somebody may carry more responsibility um, in a job and in a position, but it doesn't make them uh, more or less than than you, depending from what position you sit. So you talk about like, a, is it like a hierarchy thing? Like one up, one down. Like I, there's a person above me, there's a person below me. I lead that person because they're below me. You yeah. know, are we talking hierarchy? Or are we talking about? Well, it's just it take parenthood for for instance. Um, you know, a lot of people are looking for dad, and they're in their twenties, and they're old enough to be a dad themselves. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you know, even in the kingdom, we talk a lot about spiritual sons. You know, oh, they're my spiritual son, and I'm going like they're thirty years old. Right. Um, they're old enough to be dads and everybody is looking for dad rather than actually becoming a dad and I think there's a level of maturity as you know once you have children yeah. you go hey you gotta grow up fast <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah you got responsibility for yeah. those kids and so there's a growth that takes place and and I, I think just you know from that side you're under the guardianship of your parents uh, for a period mm. of time but at age 16 you have a level of autonomy um, as you go beyond that you know 18 you've got a greater level of autonomy where which means that you've got to take responsibility for your actions your choices and the decisions you make yeah it's so like just, oh, I'm a big kid now <laughs> yeah that was that ad wasn't it the uh, Huggies ad yeah mummy wow I'm a big kid now yeah isn't that interesting that that's a transition <laughs> that's a transition between nappies to underwear yeah and pull-ups uh, uh, yeah, oh, it's yeah. called pull-ups yeah. yeah so it's sort of it's like nappies but if you have oh it's like underwear but oh, if like you have nappy them, pants yeah and if you make a mess it's still reasonably safe yeah and uh, it's a transition where you have to learn to deal with your own mess and mm. I think adulthood is when you can take responsibility for your own mess <laughs> <laughs> and so that whole thing you know I'm a big kid now is actually um, I'm, I've grown up and uh, I've got to be responsible for the decisions I make so what is it let me just track back a sec because what is it to to put away childish ways so kind of kind of make a comment on where you think we're at with that yeah. in this day and age like, put, putting away childish ways like what does it look like well, I think adulthood is is taking as I said taking responsibility yeah. for the the decisions you make, um, taking responsibility for your future, um, for your growth in God. It's amazing how many people still um, have unhealthy dependencies. Uh, I, I think the kingdom is hindered in a lot of places is because they're dependent. A lot of people are dependent um, on a Sunday sermon for their growth, for their development. To be fed, yeah. Um, and they haven't yet learnt to feed themselves. Yeah. It's still, you know, we're having to bottle feed right. a lot of people and a lot of people haven't graduated from the milk um, to to the meat, yeah, yeah. so to speak, of the Word of God. Now, now milk um, is something that's gone through the digestive tract of another. Take Betsy the cow <laughs> and her five stomachs. <laughs> you know, she's had to chew on stuff and then out pops milk and then that gets fed to other people. Uh, but the meat is something that you have to chew on yourself and you have to learn to digest and a lot of people are, you know, even when it comes to listening to other people, they, they haven't brought themselves to a place where they can just feed on the word and get revelation for themselves. Yeah, good thought. And I, it's, it's sort of almost like um, 
we all want to be number two, right? Because there's kind of no real pressure on the second person in a sense. It's like when you step out and you're kind of the, you're the one leading something. Is that why there's maybe a general hesitancy to want to lead in any kind of sphere? Like if it's in your business or work or if it's, you know, when you step out, you also, there's an opportunity to kind of get that win as well though, isn't there? Yeah. yeah. But well, if you're always number two and you're always thinking, oh no, I just really want to follow somebody else's vision or serve somebody else. But maybe there's a sense of actually, I don't really want to be the one where everything rises or falls on my kind of leadership. Yeah, I wonder. I wonder whether it's a self-protection mechanism because yeah. at least if it goes wrong, you at least I can, I can go. Hey, it's your fault. It's not me. Well, rather than owning it uh, yourself, and I think you know, part of adulthood is owning your own decisions. But I reckon adulthood, in terms of Christian maturity as well, is when you can take responsibility for something that's not your fault. Wow. Um, so are we in a position where we can take responsibility for the condition of our city? Mm. Uh, the way our city or the place we live in may not be our fault, but we're never going to change something unless we actually start taking responsibility for it. Yeah, that's a great thought because, again, we you can see so much of that play out, eh, like people posting stuff and man someone needs to someone needs to do something about that the government you know? <laughs> yeah the, it's the government's fault or it's my neighbor's fault or if it's this it's that and actually maturity probably suggests that well if someone's going to change something your best place is they need to do something about it yeah 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 and we just need to take ownership of what's in front of us and i like that thought that responsibility is just a response to your ability which is like, hey, we've all got a capacity, we've all been given gifts, and what are we doing with those gifts to further the mission of Christ? And a lot of people say, well, nobody's recognizing them. But I love the fact that if you've got a gift, that gift makes room for you. Mm -hmm. And we've got to get rid of in our mind the hierarchical thinking that comes uh, comes in. Yeah, gifts have different responsibilities, but it's not like... um, you know, it's it's not like we're capped by anyone. Yeah, yeah. And I think that comes into the sort of the one-upsmanship as well. Like, you know, when you tell a good story to someone, <laughs> yeah. oh, you know, my kid, da-da-da-da. Uh, oh, my kid, da-da-da-da. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, and yeah. you, you can get caught up in this loop eh, of kind of having to feel like for some reason. And maturity probably suggests that uh, you've got an ability to celebrate, yeah. you know, what somebody else is doing without feeling like you have to yeah. give your own account of something or tell you what you're doing or yeah well by championing another person you're not missing out yourself yeah and I think you know the more we can champion one another and celebrate um, the success in other yeah. is others in fact I, I really believe you know God tests you with the success of another and if you can celebrate that success yeah. in another he goes okay I can trust you um, trust you with it well there's that thought that you give and I'm trying to fumble through it in my head but where you suggest that if we if the victory if you're believing for a victory but it was somebody else's name attached to it would you still you probably have better language yeah but you often uh, use that it's story, probably from right? that, that journal um entry i wrote when i was right. 18. I, I said if the mission was accomplished yeah. uh, if the objective was fulfilled um and i played my part but got no recognition for it would i still be happy right yeah that's a chilling thought yeah <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a, but that's a great thought. Talk, yeah. talk about that for a second because I think that's a huge mindset shift for a lot of people. Yeah, well, it's, it comes back to, and you, you would have had it, as many have, you know, people coming up and saying, I want to make a difference. I yeah. want to make a difference. And over time, you find out it's more about the I than the difference. The difference. Yeah. 
And, you know, really, if we're going to make a difference, especially in the kingdom, in a kingdom setting, it's the laying down of our life. And too many people don't understand that Christian maturity is the ability to die to self. So we've got a lot of people in church who've been around in church for a long time, and they, you know, they go to war over preference and style. Mm. I don't like the style of that music, you know, and different things like that. But the the more mature you are, you are as a Christian, it means that you can die to your preference. Because let's face it, some musics, uh, some music styles yeah. aren't our preference. Um, they may not be how we connect, but you can die to your preference because you can see that the Spirit of God is working through that maybe to reach the next generation. But the problem in a lot of places is we've had Christians who've been around for a while and they're going to war over style, you right. know, style of music, style of how we do services. Sandwiches. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and that's where, you know, that's where I think we've got some growing to do in the kingdom because it's not right or wrong. Style's not right or wrong. It's just how people engage with God. And if um, a lot more people are going to engage with God through a different style, why wouldn't we use that style? Yeah, yeah, true. Because it's just a method. We're not compromising on the message. Yeah, and we've got to be flexible in changing the method, and maybe that's another maturity thing, isn't it? You've got to be, you've yep. got to continue to, you know, I guess big picture thing, big picture thinking is whatever it takes to reach more people, whatever it takes to extend the kingdom. We've got to be have the maturity enough to, I guess, yeah, throw some things away, let some things die, yeah, for the sake of reaching more people. And I think the more mature you are, the more cl- uh, you got more clarity yeah. on what is actually going to fulfil that mission, yeah. and that's what you know at the start. You know, we can lose our maturity the moment we disengaged we disengage with mission mm. it's not like you're capped there it's like what John Maxwell says many many people say oh I've had 20 years Christian experience, experience. <laughs> um, but in reality what they've had is one year of Christian experience 20 times over <laughs> yes, right. and I think we're all in danger of just having repeat experiences yeah. and the challenges you know when was the last time we said oh man I, I now realise uh, we had an epif- oh, We have a, a moment where we go aha uh, moment, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh moment or an epiphany where it's just our eyes are open to yeah. a greater reality of who God is and, and the way He works. Yeah, cool. So probably final comment because I do want to touch on this. You, you kept it before, uh, touched on it before. You talked about sort of fathers and sons, and uh, and you've mentioned a few times about losing sight of mission. Is there is there a connection between our ability to, and I've heard you say in the past, you know, we don't need more sons, we need more fathers. Is there a connection, and, and a, a father, I guess, in, in the broader context of yeah. that as well, um, but is there, a, is there a, a disconnect between, or a correlation between losing sight of mission, mm. you know, and actually, well, who are you, who are you helping, who are you, do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And, and, and is, there a, is there a connection between, because I think a lot of people are bored, I think a lot of people can lose sight of things, but actually, I've certainly found in my life, my when I know I can really help people, when I mm-hmm. when I know that I can hopefully lead people to a place that I've actually been and maybe conquered, you know, I guess we're often talking about mm-hmm. leading people into green pasture. You know, talk about that for a second, as we yeah yeah. Well, I I think um, how we grow is through a number of different things, you know, through our circumstances. But I find the answer to our growth is in the serving of others. Um, you grow as a disciple when you choose to reach out and disciple others. 
like Philemon 6, where it says, I pray that you be active in sharing your faith so you will have full understanding as to what Christ has given you. You can really never have full understanding of what Christ has given you unless you're active in sharing your faith. And it's in the engagement of serving others and the engagement of discipling others that you actually grow in your understanding of, of who God is. Most adults uh, learn, adult learning is done on a need-to-know basis. For instance, my um, bathroom door lock busted, and you don't want that not working because uh, otherwise you're going to have some yeah, awkward that's, moments. That's awkward yeah, <laughs> awkward yeah, yeah. moments. So we had to fix the bathroom door lock. But, you know, I, I didn't know how to do it, but I went on Google, YouTubed it, and um, now I know how to fix a bathroom door lock. There we go. But it's only because I needed to know. Right. I wouldn't run oh, one day randomly just go, I wonder how you You're fix You're not going to do locks. an adult course on lock fixing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. And so on the need to know basis. Right. And so if you have a context to put your learning in, you're going to retain a lot more. And the context God grows us and develops us is through our mission. And a lot of people, you know, go, well, I'll become more like Jesus and then and then I'll go on mission. No, that's not how it works. We become more like Jesus as we are on mission. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. And uh, cool. I think that's enough for today. And uh, great conversation on maturity. And I think there's some themes of that we can continue to talk about. Um, and one thing here, at, again, at Equippers, and uh, we believe that significant ministry flows from significant relationship. And uh, we hope this has been helpful to you. We want you to, uh, if this has been helpful, you can share it and like it and subscribe on all the different uh, areas that you get your podcast. Otherwise, this has been Offscript with Sam Monk, Episode 5. We'll see you next time for Episode 6. Thanks for listening to Offscript with Sam Monk. If you found this podcast helpful, make sure you pass it on. We love your feedback, so drop us a line about what topics you'd like to hear about on Offscript with Sam Monk.